And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Garage Sale Gloat. Um, this is going to be kind of a crazy episode as in it's going to be just crammed full of shit because in the last few episodes I've been talking about books and I've been doing a lot of live on the road shows and meanwhile I have been just having a garage sale bonanza. Um, uh, Scott, who I've been driving around with, we got a TomTom GPS as you've heard on some of the on the road shows. And let me tell you, that is so efficient to use now that we we can just hone in on little clusters of garage shells using Craigslist. And in the meantime, while you're going from one garage shell to another that you have on the GPS, you're running into ones that aren't on there. So you just go to those and your GPS will reroute you right back onto the route. And so far it's been working out to the point of where we just run out of time. <laughs> it's it's past garage sale time before we can even get to everything. So that's been working out really well. Um, so basically what I'm just going to be doing is going through. I've got three pages of lists from three different weeks. A couple of these things you might have heard on some of the live shows. I don't remember, but I don't think anything on this list from, or from any of the shows uh, that I recorded live. So... Uh, some of this stuff has already gone up on eBay and been sold, so in that case, I'll definitely uh, tell you what uh, what happened with it. One of the uh, cooler things I've gotten, I don't think I've talked about this yet, is I got a Red Rider BB gun. You know, a Christmas Story style Red Rider BB gun. In its beautiful, perfect condition box, it's just perfect inside. It's one of the ones with a wood stock on it. I was so happy it cost me 40 bucks which is kind of way expensive for me because I'm a cheapo and I was very excited about it because I knew I'm this is worth more than 40 bucks it's in just perfect condition get home find out you cannot sell BB guns on eBay not unless you're a you know licensed gun seller and you have to jump through a billion hoops so I guess I own myself a, a Red Rider BB gun, which I can't complain about that, but it was it was a little disappointing. So, okay, so I got this list here. Um, some of the stuff I'm going to read and be like, what the hell am, you know, um, is this? But uh, shirt zanies. It's a, it was a sort of shirt painting kit with different, um, you know, designs in there. That you could you could paint onto the under the shirts and a collection of paints which were of course just dried to a crust because it was from uh, it has to be about 1972 something like that early 70s because it's got a t-shirt in it that was still in the works and it's a total 70s ringer t-shirt with the rings on the collar and the sleeves I uh, got a Fisher Price Play Family house with a bunch of uh, Play Family people and furniture for it, which I'll probably just dump the furniture out and add it to my other pile of Fisher Price furniture and people. 
and save that for a big lot. I got a bunch of old, neat, vintage 70s and 60s games. Um, one uh, Grab-A-Loop game, which sort of looked like a mixture of Twister and Touch Football. Um, a Mark III game. A game called Tip-Overs. It's not really a game, it was dominoes. But they're specially weighted dominoes to fall over, you know, precisely. And there's a book about you could do little positionings of them and make them hop a certain amount of space and stuff. Those, I found out, um, are a big deal on eBay. So I had... The box said 75 tip-overs, but there were really 91 in there. So it was probably like a combination of two boxes, but... They're in beautiful shape. And that ended up going for about $45. Something around there. That was that was a that was a good one. Um, a twirlograph game, which is like spirograph. It's not really another thing, it's not really a game, it's sort of one of those art toys. And it was like a spirograph except it had big gears in it and you would turn them with a handle. And uh, I've got that up right now. I've got that up for like $9.99 or something. Eh, we'll see. The box is kind of beat up. But the uh, the actual twirlograph inside is in really good shape. I got a Risk game. It's Risk 2210 AD. And this has been a big month for games. You'll hear a lot of games and a lot of like variations on classic games like this one here Star Wars Game of Life which doesn't seem like it sells for an awful lot uh, Jumanji which goes for pretty good but mine is really it's missing quite a bit so I might have to get another Jumanji and combine them possibly um, Whitman fast golf game which is just a little golf card game um, some Tupperware. One of those Japanese mechanical cows. They made all kinds of uh, mechanical animals that were battery operated and would moo. Like in this case, it's a cow, so it would moo. So I have to get some batteries in that and see how it works. The box is really beat up for it, but the cow itself is in good shape. And if they work really good, sometimes those go for some money. Other, other times, it's they're really cool, so I might just want to keep it. I uh, got another thing, for, a keeper for me, a Best of Hagar the Horrible comic, which is, a, you know, a big, thick, um, trade size, omnibus size Hagar the Horrible collection. Uh, another keeper is a Star Wars Essential Guide to Characters, which is a book that I didn't have. Another Star Wars book that I recently got that I didn't have, finally I got the Empire Strikes Back storybook, which I had Jedi and Star Wars, but never Empire, so now I have that. Uh, I got a little Atari handheld um, sort of plug-and-play game. This is another thing that I'm going to keep and uh, and use. And it's just one of those battery-operated games, and it has probably like 50 different Atari 2600 games on it that you can play. And it's shaped just like a classic Atari 2600 joystick, so that should be fun. A Jack's J-A-K-K-S brand Pokemon Pokedex game. 
And now I actually have two of those because I got another one of those about a week later um, added to my collection. A neat 70s building set called Constructo Straws that I used to have when I was a kid and I used to love these things. So um, once again, something for me. Uh, a record, which I usually will like maybe play a little selection from a record, but mercifully I won't with this one for you. Uh, Care Bears, Care For You record. I also got the exact opposite record, uh, Black Oak, Arkansas, X-Rated. And I won't play any of that either. Um, I got a, an, a great comic adaptation of a movie, uh, Time Bandits, at this old guy's um, garage sale. And, and I bought three comics for a quarter apiece. And one was Time Bandits, one was the illustrated story, The Coast Guard, which is a classics illustrated, which was beat to shit. And uh, an old Archie, you know, 15 cent era Archie comic, which was also just beat to submission. Um, a kiddie book to add to my Star Wars collection, just as a completist, called Jar Jar's Mistake which was not blowing his brains out at the end of episode one. All right, moving on. I got a, oh, this is a great one. A Cram brand, Schoolman, um, map of the United States. Now this is exactly what you're thinking it might be. It's for the front of a schoolroom, one of those like five foot wide, you know, pull down maps and it's in beautiful condition. I got that from a place for five bucks. I don't know what to do with that. Sometimes those go for a couple hundred bucks on eBay, but I really like it. I, li I like the idea of having it on my wall somewhere if I had room and just having that pulled down. It's, it's really cool. Um, I got a game called Matoka, which is very Inca looking sort of um, tile game. Um, a whole box full of the old school Christmas tree bulbs, which of course I'm gonna have to wait a few months to sell. But these are the big um, sort of, you know, blobby ones that with the painted outside. And I guess now they pretty much just make LED Christmas lights. So these are sort of in demand. So uh, I got a, a whole bunch of those and then I bought one sort of empty string so I could test them. An electronic dream phone game which was from I think 1986 and it's this like electronic phone with all sorts of boys voices um, programmed in and girls are supposed to call it up to see who they get a date with and you know I imagine there's some dreamy guys in there and then there's some clunkers and it you know I gotta get some batteries in it but if my suspicions are confirmed there's probably a nerd that's a clunker that's wah wah hi um would you like to come over and look at my computer <sighs> but that seems to go pretty good on on eBay and it seems like a lot of people like to sort of get it and mess with it and make it make weird noises um, a whirl out game which is just sort of like a table game with different, uh, you could play a version of hockey and checkers and stuff on it. Um, or no, maybe I'm thinking of the Smackaroo game. It's hard to tell Whirl Out or Smackaroo which one it is. I'm not looking at it, I'm just looking at a piece of paper. 
I got a CB, a 70s, totally 70s style looking Krako C CB, super deluxe version that was sort of an under the dash CB for your car. And it probably looks really awesome once you get it powered up and it like all lights up. It probably has a cheesy green spooky color that old CBs used to have. Um, this vintage tie-dye arts and crafts kit from from the 70s. It's really, you know, do-your-own-thing type. And I also got this weird, I don't know how to describe it. It's a craft kit, but it's all in Japanese. And it's like a little, you know, the little big head girls that they used to have in the 70s. Like little kids that would have gigantic, you know, hydrocephalic heads and big old cryy moist eyes and then crappy sayings underneath them well this is just sort of like a big head little girl with like pigtail hair and then a bunch of yarn and i guess you sew it in so the hair sticks out of this and you make a wall hanging out of it it's really creepy and vintagey retro-y looking i have a feeling it might be a good item on ebay it's going to be hard to approach how to sell it and how to find words to get the right people who would be interested in um, buying it. So I'll keep you I'll keep you posted on that. Okay, I got to start whipping through this. I got a Bostonopoly, Boston Monopoly game, another uh, um, variation game, a Zenith cassette recorder that's really neat tabletop version, and that's in its box and in great uh, shape. A closed, uh, sealed, old, vintage Spalding tennis ball container that this guy just had sitting around, and I just wanted it. It's just neat to see they're, they're still sealed in there. Um, a whole bunch of Mighty Beans, which are these sort of weebly, wobbly bean things that kids trade and play games, and they have character faces on them, and there are a bunch of Star Wars ones there that I wanted. They aren't worth anything, but there are some Pokemon ones in there too that turn out that they might be worth, I might get some decent money, at least pay for them. I got a large type uh, Scrabble for the old folks, um, some a weird Looney Tunes tin tray from the 70s, uh, Star Wars Mad Libs, um, these weird dog drawings in frames, on, but they're on the back of, again, sad, giant-headed little kid pictures, but this guy did these sort of cartoon dog drawings. Two microscopes, a Bausch & Lohm stereo vision microphone, that, er, microphone, microscope, I keep doing that, that's, uh, that's up on eBay now. I got that for $10, I put it up for 50 and it's up to like... $53 right now with five days left. So I'm hoping for big things. I got another one called a Kenavision Model X1001 micro projector. That's a microscope and a projector, and it's made for schools and it's gigantic. Um, it would be such a pain in the ass to sell in the mail. I haven't even plugged it in yet to see if the, the bulb works on it. But I might just keep that and and see if it works. Um, I got a neat G.I. Joe shirt that I'm gonna keep that's just the G.I. Joe logo, but it's just kind of vin vintage looking, but it's not. It's a modern shirt that's just fake distressed, but it's neat looking. 
uh, Boggle game. I heard from my drummer that they stopped making Boggle just like last week. So it's time to stock up on the Boggle because the Boggle fiends will need it. I got a Harry Potter chess game. Um, a bunch of Beyblades. That it's another kid thing where they have these little plastic um, round arenas and they're basically fighting tops. I just put those up and I got a whole bunch of them for $5 and I had another arena just sitting here and these had an arena with them so I put both arenas and all the tops and all their little doodly doodles that go with them up there and for 10 bucks and we'll see what happens with that I got a whole big garbage bag full of Care Bears that are in beautiful shape and I've been I put five of those up for 7.99 and I got one bid on them, so I got sold five of them for $7.99. I probably got about 60 of them in the bag, and I got it for 20 bucks. So I'm just going to keep putting them out five at a time, and maybe sometime one of them will be a rare one that somebody will uh, recognize and, and want to buy it. I don't know. I got an Ozzy Osbourne bucket seat cover. Um, Bark at, I think it's Bark at the Moon. Um... Um, a weird um, Thousand Islands sort of picture book called St. Lawrence River, Venice of America which I'd never ever heard um, the St. Lawrence River called um, these beautiful color covered hard bound Christian books um, by these two authors with great you know, paintings of just those 50s white American people. It's, oh, it's it's amazing. I uh, got a Munchkin Zombies card game, a Pokemon Monopoly game, which is up right now. And nobody, I think nobody's bid on it, but I have it for $12.99, but I have a lot of people watching it. So we'll see how that goes. I got this game called Ket which is a sort of Egyptian theme game, but it's neat because it has laser beams that shoot out onto the game board and you have these mirrored pieces and you try to bounce the lasers until you can hit your enemies and, and get rid of them. And it has some sort of Mensa seal of approval on it, so it's really good for smart people, I guess. <clears throat> I got a That's Incredible card game, an old Walkman, which... Um, I, I sold that, I think, for like eight or nine bucks. Um, uh, Hulk Hogan finger puppet, which I'm keeping to keep right next to my Rowdy Rowdy Piper finger puppet, which leads me to the wrestling album. I got the wrestling album on vinyl. And speaking of Rowdy Rowdy Piper, it's got that great Rowdy Rowdy Piper song. Let's listen to a minute of it. And, um, okay, what else? I got, oh, Jesus. 
I got a Bill Clinton and, and Hillary mask, full head mask of both of them, quite disturbing. Uh, a full Austin Powers Halloween costume, a bendable um, Link figure from Zelda in its package, which just ended today. I got that goddamn thing for 10 I never usually buy those things in the package like that because I think... The, the, they're never they're never ever worth anything and people keep them in, but this was 10 cents and the goddamn thing went for $52 it's just you know a two and a half inch tall bendable bendy link who would have known who would have known not me um, a murder mystery game murder on the grill um, how, uh, how to host a murder game but it's an all my children soap opera edition um, a game called Wizardology, which I put up today, which is based on the Wizardology book. Um, a payoff machine game, which looks neat. It's sort of this barrel with different layers on it that you can turn, and I think you make try to make marbles drop through it. A breaking point game, Your America game. Um, a book called The Starseed Transmissions by Raphael, which is, should be pretty awesome. It should be some channeled wisdom. Um, oh, the scooter helmet. How can I forget this? $4, and it's an old-style Vespa scooters, probably 50s, early 60s, Japanese-made. Sort of similar like if you watch old Godzilla movies when you see the Japanese motorcycle cops or scooter cops it's like the helmet they wear with a red stripe down the middle. A white helmet with a right red stripe, you know, half helmet style. Beautiful. I put it up for 50 bucks. It didn't sell. Um, I figured I had one guy who wrote me this like sort of alpha dog letter where he was just like, like it for 38 at plus 12 for shipping equals 50 and just left it at that. And I was just like, fuck you, dude. It's never going below 50 so I'm just going to keep relisting it at $50, you know, $49.99, and he can go pound salt up his ass for all I care. Uh, Holly Hobby Wall Clock, which I've got up there for 10 bucks. I got it for 2 bucks. There's a few people watching it, so I may sell it. And a conversational Klingon CD, which I tried to sell for $10. Nobody bought it. I'll try again. Probably at the end of the month or next month when I have some more free stuff. But that's a pretty good uh, swath of what I've got. I've, I do have other stuff, but I am running out of time. And that Rowdy Rowdy Piper reminded me of the original version of this song, which just may be my new theme song. And uh, so I'm going to have to play that. And I'm going to remind you to go to twotruefreaks.com which is the home of all the Two True Freaks podcasts, all 48,000 million billion of them. Um, and you can also find them on, uh, on iTunes under Two True Freaks 2. And that's, you know, under that feed. And while you're at twotruefreaks.com, we have an Amazon link. You go to Amazon link and you buy the stuff you were going to buy on Amazon. It, it's no different for you. It doesn't cost you any more. We get a little bit, and we love it. And without any further ado, my new theme song. 
you can plainly see They said I was stupid They said I was strange Well maybe I am But I'll never change The world may not like me But that's okay There's only one thing I've got to say Fuck everybody Fuck everybody They talked about me A bunch of dirty lies And they laughed at me Till they made me cry But now they can all Just kiss my ass Cause I found myself And I'm such a gas The world may not like me But that's okay There's only one thing I've got to say Fuck everybody Fuck everybody I went the sideman route Lord knows how I tried I kissed a lot of ass And lost a lot of pride No matter how much you give They're never satisfied The only way to please them Is to commit suicide They slanted my name Said I was a fool But they were just jealous Because I'm so cool I'm ahead of my time I'm a renaissance man If I make you look bad Well I don't give a damn The world may not like me But that's okay There's only one thing I've got to say Fuck everybody Fuck everybody Fuck everybody finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this. <laughs> 